1: Welcome back to the show, 4 o'clock hour here on In the Zone, cruising along on a fine Thursday afternoon. Zach Blobner joining us, one half of the J&Z show, noon to 3 p.m. on WDAE in Tampa. That's 95.3 WDAE, all part of our iHeart family. At Zach on the mic on social. I mean, I'm still handing out Happy New Year's to people, so a Happy New Year to you. Zach. It's past the 3 days threshold. And uh, Merry New Year to you as well. What in the world just happened? Want, should, we, should we run it back? You want to I restart mean,
2: that? First of all, Zach comes on here, and he's talking trash to me about Kayvon Thibodeau being a dirty player, and then he says, Merry New Year. Do you know what the wow. T in
3: Tazi stands for?
2: What does this stand for? Oh,
3: Thibodeau Apologists.
2: Uh, I mean That's I, what
3: the T stands for.
2: I stated on Twitter last night that my three favorite players in sports are Paolo Bancaro, Kayvon Thibodeau, and Aaron Judge. How Bull Bull didn't make it on the top three is beyond Bull me. Bull Bull's in his own category. <laughs> Talking about franchise players that's right I now. I understand. Okay.
3: Can you explain to me why the Giants are 14 point underdogs this weekend against the Eagles? Right. That feels like a big spread.
2: It's big. I mean, they played their A unit at home and got absolutely dismembered a few weeks back. So I think that takes, uh, that's part of it. But I, th- I guess Vegas believes that it's Tyrod Taylor Day.
3: Dang. I mean, I, but. The Giants have a pass rusher that likes to hurt quarterbacks. Like you would think that that would bode in the Giants' favor with this spread.
2: Well, I don't. I don't think we're getting sacks on Hurts. It's more of uh, hitting him illegally when he's running. And I'm not. You know, Kayvon's more pass rush. <laughs> wow, Zach is here to troll today. <laughs> Kayvon's a uh, man. He's
1: finally giving the Giants. the
3: Magic game uh, the other night. I was watching the Magic.
1: Yeah. Do you uh, Do you get the Magic on your, on Valley Sports over there? It's like we get the oh, lights, a good question. We get the lightning. I think right.
3: I know I watched. I don't, it, but watch I don't know it. if it was on Valley or if it was on uh, the national, like the bigger network. I don't. I
1: promise that. you that that was not the case. <laughs> oh, we need we need
3: some nationally televised games.
1: The magic
2: are way more fun than people realize nationally.
3: Hey, I'm on board. You guys got me. Let me know. How can I help?
1: The magic. Are you sure it was a, It wasn't a dream.
3: Uh, I'd say it was more of a nightmare, but I don't know. Uh, it was I one can't. Of
1: those. Well, we're yeah. on a we're on a one game winning streak here so you can't throw salt no, and that on our parade.
3: winning streaks. how many times do we have to go over this you have to win two before it's a streak like the bucks have
1: yeah the bucks uh, winning streak
3: uh, uh bucks all right i was trying to avoid it is that what we're doing here we're talking bucks
1: i was going to spend a lot of time on the bucks but since we're trolling each other i did see some vivid <laughs> miami hurricanes renderings does that bring back fond memories for you
3: uh, it brings back memories. I don't know if fond is the word I would use. Um, I don't even know. What, you do, you what do, you mean, like,
1: do you just sort of like? Do you sort of like shiver anytime you see renderings online because of all the different hours that you've filled <laughs> um, on your radio it's, shows? It's, it's a raised this shot. This is a raised now shot. I get it. Yes. Now I, get I know it. you don't care yeah, about the hurricane. Renderings
3: is a fun word. Uh, I feel like it's not a word that most Americans use in their life. Yet, being in Tampa Bay, I've used the word renderings between there and, um, you know USF as well with yeah. the on campus stadium like we're a big renderings market real big on renderings you got if you need renderings and you need in an, like analytics on renderings i'm
1: your guy i understand we i think we use uh, we use the term infrastructure a lot over here you know i usually just say it. i just throw it in a random sort of takes just to sound smart infrastructure <laughs> infrastructure that's a good know. one um, that's a good one i like that well I, you know it'll be fun in our industry is if we were provided with like an end of the year list of the words that you said the most that are a little off the beaten path kind of like you get like a Spotify yeah. playlist at the end of the year where they go like hey, this is the podcast you listen to the most this is I a need song. To- yeah. be fun. I
3: get the I get the I heart unwrapped playlist thing but yeah
2: I recycle words like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> Tazi's
1: would be um, a clown show It would be hilarious
3: Let me think I I get I notice though when I start using a word too much, so, I'll get like on an absolutely train where I'll be talking and I'll be like, absolutely. Yeah. And I'll say it five times and I'll realize it. So, I have to back off. It's a scary big, thing. Uh, big, absolutely guy. <laughs>
1: big, absolutely guy. I do hit people with absolutely pretty often myself. I was a former producer on this show once told me, you got to cut that back. It was, uh, it, well, anyway, it's one of those things. You got to know. You got to, I was a not-
3: former. Take notes, Taz. <laughs> It was Chris. Format, Va- I was just say it
1: was Chris Vasquez. He's. I, I'm saying that fondly. He's not even in
3: the country anymore. You no. he
1: moved. The country. Yeah, he moved to Colombia. Yeah, I think Colombia. Yeah, he's killing it down there. Yeah, a good spot. He's the- Chris Vasquez. For those wondering, he used to be on this show is crushing life right now. You are losing <laughs> if you're going head to head with Chris. The American dollar goes so far in Colombia. I I've been. Hmm. I can Tell you. So now you're starting to answer some questions I had about how (laughs) that's all working out. Okay. All right. All right. You bought yourself five minutes. Now we're going to talk about the bucks. So credit to you. First of all, the NFC South played out exactly the way that you said it would Zach and my Panthers futures ticket for the NFC South is uh, just finished circling the drain. So uh, I still feel like it was probably the right bet to make, but, um, Man, Brady in the fourth quarter in a must-win game for the division. I guess we all should have seen that coming.
3: Well, maybe, but you definitely didn't see blown coverage on Mike Evans three times down the same sideline in the same kind of play. I mean, it's just mind-boggling. I do credit Carolina, though. Look, they played hard for Steve Wilkes. That team packed it in and as soon as they fired Matt Roll and traded Christian McCaffrey. And what did they do? They fought their way into the second-to-final week of the season with a chance to win the division, even with it being a bad division and all that. I mean, you got to give them credit. And winning win against the Lions was a big one as well. So I'll tip my cap to those gents, but now the big boys are taking over and we're talking playoffs.
1: Then Tazi threw an absolutely there in dude, the
2: I, middle of it. I didn't know if anyone caught that, but it's <laughs> like I had to say it because we just highlighted that word, and
1: it was facts that Zach just spit. Those. Absolutely. No doubt. I'd throw no doubt out there. It's the same concept. <laughs> Do you think? Well, I mean, where was it? It's, so you're saying that it's just simply blown coverage. That that deep ball to Mike Evans hasn't been there all year long. So that's just that's just simply the Panthers playing bad defense. This isn't some new strategy well, the uh, Bucks are deploying.
3: Uh, Yeah, kind of I mean, there's a mental aspect, right? Because in the first game, Mike Evans dropped a deep ball That was also wide open, pretty much And he said even after the game Evans did that it deflated the entire team And it was a first-quarter play So in this game, if we're we're looking back on it Round two against the Panthers Mike had one that wasn't a wide-open one But it hit him in the chest It was contested and he should have came up with it, and that was early on. And my thought was, here we go again, another deflating early play. And we're going to be talking about the Bucks just not being able to get it figured out or bounce back or face adversity. But they did bounce back, and then not once, but twice, but three times were able to make the big play and uh, eventually win the game. So I think more than anything, the biggest thing that I'll take away in a good way for the Bucs was that their you know, mental toughness seemed to be there in a way that it hasn't been a lot of this year, if not most of this year.
1: One of the things I'm curious about this weekend is what we'll see from the Bucks because they've kind of locked in their spot. They're the four seed. There's not any movement. It's not like they can catch the Vikings their four games back, and, and then the right. wild card team. At the five spot, I mean, they're not, they're not a wild card team. So they're locked into where they are, and the spread indicates that they're not playing their guys. You talk about wacky spreads. The Falcons are favored by four points over the Bucks, But the last I heard from Todd Bowles is that he was playing his guys. So what are you guys hearing over there? Have I missed an update? Where are we at with this?
3: no they're starting everybody um it's dumb i hate it i've been really pissed off all week and uh it's 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 the dumbest thing in the world and i'm very i'm very irritated about it i've been pretty uh out front with our audience about it here in town i mean so brady obviously wants to play he's a gamer he wants to go out there he's like we got things that we got to improve on we got to work on um and that's why the spread's so weird it actually opened up at seven points for Atlanta, because everybody was like, wow. oh, they're going to rest everybody. Then mm-hmm. Bull said, no, we're playing our starters. We're playing guys. He said it after the game against the Panthers and reaffirmed it Monday in his press conference the next day. And so that's when the spread, I think, went to three. Now it's up to four again. And now the question is, is how long are these guys going to be in there, right? And if you have a guy like Vita Bear or worse, it's a little banged up in the trenches. Do you rest them, right? Like, then do you just say that they're injured and that they can't play? Um, So it'll be interesting to see how they manage some of these guys heading into the game. And then once they are in the game, how they manage them as well. Like, does Brady play a series? Does he play a quarter? Does he play a half? Does some crazy scenario happen where he plays all four quarters and I lose my freaking mind? Like, I don't want to take anything off the table because this coaching staff has shown that logic isn't something that they always go with. I can point out numerous times. um, Byron Leftwich today the OC was like, I don't know why everybody's throwing dirt on the Bucks. The numbers aren't that different. They've scored like 29 touchdowns this season. Last year, they had like 50 plus. The numbers are drastically different across the board on offense. Like he just says things that aren't true. Todd Bowles had two timeouts at the end of the game against Cleveland, and still to this day says he did he would do it the game the same again if he had the chance. So it's hard to put logic on this coaching staff because it doesn't always apply. Uh, Yeah, I hate it. The starters are playing, and I wouldn't be shocked if they play extended time. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I'm hoping it's short. I'm hoping it's a quarter, and we get a lot of Kyle Trask. And then I'm hoping Kyle Trask looks good, too.
2: I can't say I like this coaching staff a whole lot, but momentum in football. You're on a couple-game winning streak. Add another one. Go into the playoffs with good momentum. Play some more good football. You got to know what it looks like to see yourself play good football, and they're finally... Maybe getting around that territory, I say go out there and and play your guys. I mean, what do you have to really lose? You're lucky that you're even in the playoffs. Literal
3: players, you can literally have guys yeah, get like, when they don't have to play. When you say what do you have to lose, I, I mean this what, in the nicest way. That's a dumb comment because guys get hurt. That's what you have to. Lose. I mean,
2: yeah, it's a it's a violent sport, and you know my team is in a situation where they don't need to play their guys. I kind of hope they do and take a shot at the team that you know is up top. I want to see what it looks like. Test yourself. You know but like what are you saving it for What if you get eliminated right away and it's what are you saving him for
1: i I do wonder if part of this you mentioned it's Brady if Tom Brady is like he knows the clock's ticking and he doesn't there's if he's healthy. He doesn't want to miss a game, and if he's going to play, then everybody else is like, "I guess I got to play too." Yeah. I wonder if that's a big part of it because he well, doesn't want to the miss any game.
3: Has to step in and be like, "Listen, we, you guys want to play a series? You want to stay in the rhythm of practice and getting into game day and all that? Fine, we'll get you in there. You play your series, but then most of y'all are sitting. Mike Evans, you're not playing after that. Chris Godwin, you're coming off of a major ACL injury." Where you missed and had to rehab, and, and you've looked great this year, but it took a long time to get to this point. Like, we don't need you in there doing that. Your tackles and Donovan Smith, who's been banged up. Uh, you had Leonard Fournette say he's playing through a Liz Frank injury on Twitter, and then delete the tweet after the Panthers game. Like, you just don't need those guys out there risking further injury. And I know people say it's a violent sport; you get hurt any time. You can get hurt in practice. You can't get hurt if you're not playing in the game. Yeah, like, but continuity—crazy concept.
2: Continuity is so important. Like it's especially 18, going into the playoffs, it's
3: week eighteen. If they haven't figured it out by now, they're not going to figure it out with an extra series or two or quarter in week eighteen against a Falcons team that isn't any good. I think
1: it's it, awesome that you guys are having this debate because <laughs> I've been of having ha- how this little... debate for
3: days it people, it... and
1: it's an insane debate. Well, I mean, I because you guys just have a different perspective on what the approach would be, and I think there are coaches around the NFL that have a different approach as to how they would handle a situation like this. For the Bucks, I can sit back. Because I'm not in the forest here, and just say it doesn't matter. Like they're going to face the Eagles or the Cowboys. This is not ending. They beat well. the Cowboys week one. This is, this is we are far removed from week one. So this far is, removed. This is not going to end well for the the Bucks. Is there any optimism that the Bucks win against whoever they face uh, in round one?
3: Uh, I mean, yeah, let's get there. If you're telling me this team is look, first of all, you could potentially have Ryan Jensen come back. But even if he does, even if you go. Even if you go with what you got, this could potentially be the healthiest the Bucks have been all season. And, and I mean that. Now, again, potentially, because they're running out starters on <laughs> Sunday in a meaningless game against Atlanta. The biggest thing in any postseason is that health. And and you think about the Eagles and Jalen Hurts. How much is that weighing on your minds of what's going to happen in the NFC if he's healthy Osh. and able to go? Lane Johnson, too, same team, right? Like, you're thinking about guys staying healthy and being healthy, and that matters more than anything as you head into a postseason for any 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 sport, and look, here in Tampa Bay, I bring up hockey. I was doing that this week. The Lightning had a historic regular season where they won more games than anybody. They got swept out of the first round of the playoffs a few years ago by the Blue Jackets. Now, fortunately for them, they won a couple back-to-back cups after the fact, been to three straight finals, and it's working out all right. But that regular season historic run didn't mean jack squat. I look at the Rays who had a franchise record in regular season wins the year after they were in the World Series and lost to the Dodgers. You know what they did? They got beat by the Red Sox and bounced out of the first round. These regular season records, and you guys, people want to talk about continuity, rolling in strong and with momentum. No, it's it a doesn't thing. mean anything. Yeah, it you're does. You're zero zero.
2: You're zero zero. The, the early part of the season doesn't, but I'd say the last month that's, how you're playing in that last month—is how you're trending into the postseason. That's I just why pointed I pointed think- out
3: the Lightning were on fire. To end a historic regular season where they scored more points than any Hawks, I'm not team talking about did. the entire they got season. Swept in the first
1: round, I'm not talking about the they, entire season. I'm talking they about
3: finished strong. They fin- it wasn't okay. like they fizzled out. It
1: they works f- both. We could come. We could come up with examples on both sides. There's a Correct. reason why e- there are different philosophies from those that work within the league itself. Tony Dungy always rested his guys. It didn't work until it did. You know, and they won a Super Bowl. Um they're they're because you want momentum and you want health and at the last week of the season you can't have both if your position is locked in you have to decide which is more important to you. And I think that's what it well, comes down to. have
3: both, but you gamble one, right? That's what it comes down well, sure, to. Sure, exactly. You, you, all I know is it's less of a gamble to to go the route of resting starters because then you know guys that aren't playing are guaranteed to not get hurt in a game they're not in. You're not guaranteed momentum. And the other thing is with this Bucks team is they haven't shown that they can be consistent. But that's let's why I want them there. to play. I want them okay, to, to say, find it. Okay, that's fine. And, again, I've had all these arguments this week, so I'm cool to go down any path because I already know the answers. But listen, that's fine. They're all going to play. Let's just say nobody gets hurt. But let's say the offense plays like ass, and they score zero points. Then what, Taz?
2: No, that's and that's why I'm like, in my side (laughs) with the Giants and Eagles, it's like if you go out there with the varsity and you get pummeled like you did the last time you faced the Eagles, not necessarily great uh, confidence going into the playoffs. So that's the downside of it. But. I don't
3: that's know. One of the well, but the Bucks are risking injury and you're yeah. risking looking really bad. But the Bucks as aren't. To not but, but that's
1: playing scared, and the Bucks aren't playing the Eagles this weekend. Let's be clear about that. Also, no, all right, fine. you but know. Still.
3: They, Look, they've lost to Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers, PJ Walker and the Panthers. They've lost to bad teams. Yeah. Brock Purdy. I know the for 49ers defense is really good. Jacoby Brissett and the Browns beat them. So, like, let's not act like the Bucks can't go out there with starters and look like butt against Atlanta. Yeah. And I, if you do that, any momentum you did have against Carolina is gone.
1: I tend I'm not, to, I'm, I tend to sit a, a conversation. Bit, I, I love it. I tend to sit a little bit more in the middle than where you guys are uh, on stark contrast to where you guys see it. I, I think I lean a little bit towards Zach. I would pick the the cautious approach, especially for the Bucks, I think it's a case-by-case situation. This team has dealt with injuries all year long. I don't know that they can afford it. If they have the opportunity to just keep guys healthy, uh, I guess I would take I mean, it, but I, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be an easy decision for me. I, I, uh, I wouldn't know until I lived through it, and then whatever... As a coach, whatever worked for me in the past is what I'd roll with in the future. I'm not and, saying and it's say one this. size fits all.
2: I just think it, it is case by case. For the, for me, what I'm seeing in the Bucks is finally a glimmer of oh, was that something? Let's let's see a little bit more of that this is the as first time you play. You seen
3: that glimmer you didn't see it after they beat up on Seattle, who was really good at the time and Germany.
2: in Germany. Yeah, and then they kind I, of I mean, fell you didn't apart You see it after.
3: week one after you beat the Dallas Cowboys that you've already brought up. Like that was their best the win of the year. And, it, it, well, it, well, Dak got hurt. It was later in the game. But my point, oh, point is, is like game. there's been glimmers. I mean, it, it, there's been glimmers. It's, it's, they, they haven't been able to tie two games together like that. And listen, maybe that's what it is, right? You want to prove you can tie two games together I, like that. I think okay. they
2: control a home matchup. I, I actually feel like they can steal one.
3: <sighs> well, I'd rather wait and figure that out with a fully healthy squad. And trying to get a little more momentum and potentially losing a guy. But, look, all I know is either way, the starters are going to play. So, I'll be holding my breath. Hopefully nobody gets hurt.
1: We'll uh, put a b- bookmark in it and uh, check back next week. We'll let Zach go here. You can catch him noon to 3, 95.3 WDAE in Tampa, all part of our iHeart family, at Zach on the mic on Twitter. Thanks so much. Happy New Year to you. I'm throwing you these out the left right. New
3: Year. You didn't get the Merry New Year thing?
1: Let's go, um, Giants. Was that a... It's like a movie reference.
3: Oh, it's a movie reference. Somebody on the text line helped them out. Merry New Year, boys. See
1: Merry you later. New Year. Steve Clifford's gone soft. I'll explain next